Welcome to The Determined Mom Show, the only marketing podcast dedicated to guiding mom CEOs into tranquility, wealth, and multiplying those precious moments. Welcome to episode 153 of The Determined Mom Show. Today, I want to talk to you about how to plan for 2022 without letting yourself down. I know that we did not intend to let ourselves down in 2020. We also did not intend to let ourselves down in 2021. However, this pandemic had different plans for the entire world. So there is pretty much no one that I know that met their original goals that they set in December of 2019 for themselves or their business in 2020. They adapted, they changed, they pivoted because of the pandemic. And it forced a lot of businesses to go online, things that they've never done before. It you know, force people to set up online stores as opposed to having, you know, brick and mortar stores. There's so many ways that this shifted. And the reason that I want to talk about planning for 2022 without letting yourself down is because you deserve to know that there is no reason that your goals have to be set in stone. If you don't want to set a smart goal, then don't do it. If you hate them, don't do it. Set goals for yourself that are more, I I don't want to say intangible because that is not measurable and you won't really know for sure if you meet them, but set goals for yourself with the thought in mind that whatever the outcome of this goal is, I can pivot and I can make it happen in a different way. So it's a goal, but it is a goal that can shift at a moment's notice and the actual execution of the tasks that are going to accomplish that goal can also shift at any moment. It's very, very important, very important for your mental health, especially because we all know that 2020, 2021, we're not great for our mental health. Going into 2022, as I'm recording this, we are in the later end of December. And let me tell you, the pandemic does not look like it's going to let up anytime soon. And it's really, really important to make sure that you have that flexibility built into your business, built into your personal life, and also built into your mental health. Um, Know that whatever happens, it's okay. And while reaching your goals is really important. You should never, ever sacrifice your mental health in order to get there because it's not going to be as easy to repair your mental health as it is going to be to earn that money back. Um, that can always be money can always be earned back. Um, money can always be easy to, to come by, but your mental health is something that is very, very difficult to repair if you don't Um, set up those expectations correctly. And if you focus on the wrong part of your goals. So let's talk about setting goals for 2022. What kind of goals should you set? I would love to encourage you to set mental health goals. And, you know, those types of goals are going to be very, very personal. But for me, a mental health goal would be to lower my medication, for example, 
um, you know, like find things to do that I can get off of my medication, find different outlets that will help me to lower my anxiety and lower my OCD triggers and things like that. Those are all really important things that I can set personally as a mental health goal. And I'm sure that you in your life can find certain things that you can set too. One other mental health goal that I can think of is to make sure that I'm having alone time. I need a lot of alone time. And with three children and my husband and my business, I don't get a lot of it. So I need to make sure that this year I'm getting that alone time. I'm getting that mental health refresh every single day, at least probably an hour of it per day that I'm not working because working doesn't count. Doing dishes doesn't count. Doing laundry doesn't count. That is not alone time. So just so we know your spiritual health, whatever your religious beliefs or non-religious beliefs, you need to focus on having that connection or thought or just meditation with your creator or your higher power. Or if you don't believe in a higher power, whatever it is, um, whatever it is you believe, but you need to have that time to kind of ruminate and really spend time. So setting those types of goals, like how much do you want to meditate or pray or anything like that? You could also consider journaling as a spiritual practice. That's something that you feel like really connects you any of these things. So set some kind of goal. Like I'm going to journal at least three times per week. I'm going to pray. I'm going to meditate every day, those types of goals. And you can keep track of them. If you want, my favorite planner is the law of attraction planner. And it actually has a place at the bottom for you to write in different goals. Like I think it has water already built in and exercise, but you can write in different goals to track each week. And you can just make a little tick mark and see how you do. It's a great way to kind of keep track of yourself. There's also plenty of apps out there that you can use to do this as well. The next kind of goal that you can set is physical. Who doesn't want to be in better physical condition? And I'm not talking about losing weight. I'm not talking about gaining weight. I'm not talking about any of those things. I'm just talking about being in the best physical condition that you can be for your particular lifestyle, for your, you know, particular body, anything like that. So you just want to treat yourself and your body as nicely as you would (laughs) treat other people. So you want to try to think about yourself from a standpoint of like, how do I want to, you know, go into the next year, 2023? Like, what do I want my physical being to be like? Do I, you know, want to be I don't know, stronger. Do I want to have more energy? Do I want to be eating better food? Those kind of things are what I would consider to be physical goals. So those should also be set as well. Emotional goals are going to be something that's a little bit trickier. And again, sort of like mental health, it's very, very personal. But for me, an emotional goal would be making sure that my boundaries are set in stone. I don't want anyone to be encroaching on my boundaries. I am way too old for that crap at this point. So I've learned over the last six years what my boundaries are and what I'm willing to tolerate and what I'm not. And over the last year, I've spent a lot of time enforcing those boundaries. And I just need to make sure that they are ironclad in 2020 for my own emotional stability. And I guess this is also tying into mental health, but you need to make sure that you Define what is going to make you emotionally happy 
you know, what's going to make you happy? Where are you going to find joy? Where are you going to create those moments of happiness and whatever those things are, do more of that and do less of the other. And that leads me into family. So if you have goals for your family, you want to make sure that you set those, maybe their um, educational goals, maybe their travel goals, maybe they are household goals. Any of those things qualify under that family category. The next thing is going to be work. So if you are a business owner, you obviously know that 2022 is going to be an interesting thing to set goals for. So, so when you do set those goals, keep your family goals in mind. And I know one of the goals for our family for this year is to help our daughters to really grow their little business that they started. And I think it's going to be an amazing family project and being able to work together as a family And also think about those family members that you may want to kind of pair back your time with. Are they really making you happy? Does spending time with them make you feel good? Does it enhance your life or is it taking away from your life? That's a really, really important part of those family goals as well. But back to work, you know, setting goals in 2022 is going to be really challenging for businesses and also for people that are employed because there have been a lot of shifts and transitions in the last two years in work. So people have been let go. People have been forced to work online. I mean, there's just so many different things. Then they've been forced back to the office, all of these things. So you really want to evaluate what works best for your life. And I also want to encourage you, if you are in a nine to five, that you do not not, not, not have to stay there. You can create your own business. You can create your own deal. I was skeptical when I first started and I wasn't sure that I could do it. And I was always like having that, like going back to a nine to five in my back pocket, but I've done it. And I'm approaching five years in my business in July. So in July, it will be five years and I will be over that five-year hump, which I am very, very excited about. But you can do it and evaluate what your life goals are, what you really want out of life and use that to set your goals for work this year. Your educational goals, if there's something that you want to learn, go ahead and set yourself up now to be able to figure out when you're going to spend time this year in 2022, learning those skills or learning whatever it is. If you want to go back to school and finish a degree, if you want to get a new degree, if you just want to learn a particular skill, go ahead and enroll in that stuff now. So then that way it's already in your calendar for 2022 and you have those goals set. You don't want to let it go and then find yourself in June being like, oh, I said I was going to do this this year. Should I do that still? No, I probably shouldn't. It's already too late. Go ahead and set it up now. And then that way you are prepared and you know exactly when you're going to do it. And just have it all planned out. That's the best way to do it. So travel is the next and final goal that I have um, for you to ponder on for 2022. Make sure that if you want to travel, you are setting those goals, like how many places you want to travel to, how long, who you want to go with, all of those things. These are things, and I guess you could also say these are goals slash manifestations, because if you're not really at a place where you think that you can achieve all of these things, then 
writing them down alone will help you to manifest them into reality. But with that said, I really, really want to encourage you to just really take some time and reflect on 2020 and 2021. I feel like it's all one year mixed together. So I know that sounds kind of confusing, but in my mind, we are still in December of 2019, like 2020 and 2022 just never happened. And all of the things that have gone haywire are still haywire, but I'm really still like in this like time warp. And I don't know if you feel that way too, but if you do just sit down, set those intentions, understand that letting yourself down is impossible. If you understand that being flexible is the name of the game. So I want to encourage you to, if you don't already have a planner picked out for 2022, I would encourage you to try out the law of attraction planner. I've used this planner for the past four years. This will be my fifth year um, of using it. And I absolutely love it. It has a little vision board in the front. You actually, it actually has planning. It has goals and it has goals in a lot of these different elements that we're talking about. And you can track them by coloring and shading in the little sections in the pie chart and seeing really how you're doing and how you're reaching those goals. So I love this planner. And another reason that I love it is because I'm an early bird or I used to be an early bird trying to get back to it now, but it actually is one of the very, very few planners that actually starts at 5.00 AM and goes until 10 PM. So if you are an early worker or a late worker, this is a great planner for you. When I lived on the West coast for the last six years, I would often have very early meetings. So like I would get up at six for a nine o'clock meeting, or I would get up at five to have a nine o'clock meeting on the East coast, which would be 6am on the West coast. So there's very few planners that allow you to do that and allow you to write those meetings in. I am a paper person, although I've gotten out of using it as much. I don't know. I've been really loving my Google calendar, but it is an amazing planner and it allows you to do those things. So it allows you to set a meeting for way out of your time zone and be able to actually write it in. So I hope that this episode helped you in some way. And I want you to know that you're not going to let yourself down in 2022 and you're not going to let anyone else down because there's really no way that anything can get crazier than 2020 and 2021. So have a great week and I will talk to you soon. Don't forget to join our Facebook group, Mastering Google My Business to increase your revenue. You can go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash learn GMB and you'll be able to network with other business owners and learn all about the latest and greatest updates to Google My Business. See you there.